Hi, Odafest. Welcome back to our podcast. Today I'm here with Dio. Hello, good to see you all again. It's been a while. Yeah, Nancy and Angelo have left me. Not permanently, but they couldn't make it for today. Yes. <laughs> but so I have the wonderful Dio. Today I'm their replacement. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've recognized her before. We've had Dio on a few times, to say the least. Uh, what do you do now for Odafest? You've, you've actually switched roles. I have I switched roles. So I used to, I've been kind of all over the place within Odafest, which is kind of nice. And then I get to try a lot of different things and figure out, you know, what best reaches my interest. So in previous years, I had been working with the gaming and the gaming programming team Mm -hmm. at Odafest. We did a lot of tournaments. I've been doing streaming with Odafest. I've been doing a lot of different things. Overwatch used to be a thing. Overwatch used to be a massive (laughs) thing. We used to do tournaments and it was a super cool thing. We collabed with the Microsoft store. I used to talk about that a lot. Still love them. Still love Microsoft. Great people. Conflicting feelings about Overwatch, but not related to Odafest. Right. Um, but now with the Odafest team, I'm still on the special events team, but now I'll be working more in guest wrangling and yeah. guest programming, which is We're really on the same team. exciting. We are. We are on the same team. Yeah. Which we, is well, really I, cool. I wrangle different guests. You you reach out to others. Yes. I am handling, a, uh, I'm handling cosplay guests, which is yeah. very exciting because I've been a cosplay cosplayer for like just so long so many years would you say it's like been half your life at least i mean we're we're getting close yeah because it's been 10 years okay i started cosplaying around the time i was like 14 and i'm 26 now so okay we're getting close to that halfway halfway mark which is kind of cool that's really that's uh it's kind of like coming full circle um because i'm sure you're like when we look at guests in general we tend to look at um not just Hey, who's like the big name, fan, super fancy guest? But we're also looking at locals, people who um, yeah. are working hard, and but we still want to showcase exactly what exactly. They bring to the table, we right? want to like showcase local talent, and we want to bring yeah. people who meet sort of the interests of what the yeah. attendees like. Like we want to mm-hmm. bring guests that are people they want to meet, whether that's mm-hmm. content creators, cosplayers. Um, voice actors traditional every, actors like every, everything all really, kinds of right? things we want to bring guests who bring a lot to our community because our community is very like not just literally multicultural but but diverse but and, very diverse you know, right? in terms of interest so it's yeah. kind of cool to bring guests who yeah. touch multiple different spaces yeah. including but we can't make any announcements yet because uh not we're, yet we're yeah, still working not, on it's some not, things it's not scheduled to do so it's not scheduled we'll yet be the, but we'll get there there will be updates in the future yeah, so and you can tell us how much you hate our, <laughs> our selection. <laughs> yeah when right. when you when you don't like the guest selections you can just yeah. flame me in exactly. my inbox specifically right. it's my fault <laughs> uh yeah but speaking of announcements um before we get too far i uh, just want to talk about um our upcoming event which is Odafest's uh, partnership with Goro and Gun. Yummy! Um, it's a Koyo celebration. That's the autumn-themed Oden dinner and drinks. Yes, we're still considering it autumn, even though it's at the end of November, uh, because that's the way it's going to work. You don't get to choose. We do. <laughs> winter's, winter's not real if winter's you don't acknowledge real. it. Exactly. And that's happening on November 30th. Uh, the tickets are $40 for three courses, and it includes tax and tip already, so you don't really have. It's for you. Don't have flat. to pay extra. Yeah. Um, the only thing you have to pay extra for is uh, alcoholic drinks, I believe. Um, if you choose to indulge, and if so, drink responsibly, please. Right. Uh, there's a lot of options there. I'm sure they have some like plum sake or something like that. Yummy. That's really tasty. Yes. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a ticket, then you can go to odafest.com/odin. There's more uh, information there. Uh, we've partnered with Goron Gun probably at least 
three or four times at this point. Uh, all of the events are always super fun. You can come and cosplay, come with your friends. Yes, come hang out. Yeah. Eat some good food, yep. take some nice pictures, grow and guns. Location is actually kind of really cool looking. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they'll probably be playing some sort of show or anime on the uh, on the screens that they have there. So it's honestly just like a big party with friends um, and it's super chill. Uh, otherwise, we also have Odafest passes that you could also pick up. Yes, we're um, getting ready for 2020. Exactly. Uh, if you want to see our guests, you're going to have to buy a ticket. <laughs> $50 early bird price uh, before January 1st, I want to say. Like, I think it technically ends uh, December 31st. Um, 50 bucks. Otherwise, it's 60 bucks at the door. So you might as well pick them up online right now. It would make yes. a pretty good Christmas gift, I think. would be a good Christmas gift, especially for like the very pop culture japanese anime cosplayer in your life like Like, it's a great gift i mean one of the gifts that i get like as an annual thing is um one of our friends look so we always go to like global fest a lot of us go to global fest so uh global fest also has early birds so literally one of my friends what she does all the time is that she'll just get us global fest passes because she'll know she knows knows that that you want to go you wanted to go already you've already expressed that interest it's already cheaper and like you kind of get the whole weekend or the whole week yeah exactly so you might as well just kind of like hey if you know you're you and your friend are going or you and your significant other or whatever it's a great gift idea might as well i don't see why not Put the uh, put the little printout of your Eventbrite receipt in the in the stocking. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, hopefully we'll see you at both of uh, our events coming up here. Uh, other than that, not too much else happening. We're still kind of like I said. I think a lot of us we're planning. Like definitely, we've been kind of going full bore already and figuring out what it is that's going to make twenty twenty special. Exactly. But. It's nothing that we can announce yet because there's contracts to be signed and emails to be sent. And things to be arranged and all kinds of things. But But like it's both of our first years in the role that we're in. Yeah, it is very new. But it's a fun learning experience. Yeah, and it's totally, it's different than anything I've ever done with Odafest. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's been been a good transition, I think. Yeah, for me as well. Meeting some new people, hanging out with lots of familiar faces too, so it's nice. What else have you been up to? I have been busy doing a lot of things. So, yeah. you know, I've I've been a streamer for the past, like a, a very casual streamer, but a streamer nonetheless for the I past couple really of years. I wouldn't really call you that casual. Yeah, I mean, I do it you pretty have, regularly. You have a schedule. I have right? a schedule. It's I think that makes you... For the wintertime, it's changed. So it used to be yeah. during the week, and now I've switched more into the weekends as right. now I work full-time as well. So mm-hmm. I'm balancing kind of like my day job yeah. and my night job. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been doing that. It's been keeping me very busy i started yeah. learning a new video game right um for the past couple of years i've just been playing overwatch and mostly only overwatch on stream that's True. kind of what i was known for but i've recently Split dipped into, dipped yeah. my legs into league of legends which is it's like, just a little indie game i know it's like yeah no very, one's ever heard of it like you, it's you okay want to be, you want to get into it first <laughs> before it got too popular right exactly i want to like be I ahead of the play. curve yeah. yeah, I know, like, tons of people I know either play used, or used to you, play, either play or, or used to play, play or currently like, play or all yeah. kinds of things. I had known about League for a long time, but it just didn't interest me. What made you choose League out of all so, the other competitive style games that are out there? I've, I, it wasn't until, like, after I really got into competitive Overwatch that I realized that, like, when I play video games, I really do like that competitive aspect. Mm. Um, and I'd never done MOBAs before. I was very averse 
to playing a MOBA. Well, you used to like just kind of more in high school, I think. But I was like more you into used to be at, no, no. But you were you were like in high school and like or when you were younger in general, you used to be into sports a lot. So yeah, I, I was. That, that that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, it's, it's obviously like not exactly the same thing. You can go like sport versus esport, whatever. But, but there's, there, a, there's, there's that is, underlying there personality. Thing, yeah. Right. I actually agree with, with a, you on that. You're, yeah, you're working, working with, with the team. team. You have to do team problem solving, and yeah. like that's the kind of way that like yeah, sure. There's tra- there's strategy. There's things. reviews. Yeah. There's you know lots of different things. Yeah. Right? Again, that's where the competitive comes in because I. Uh, I used to play some competitive games as well, and I don't really do any of it anymore because I know I don't have the time to keep up. Yeah, exactly. But I also just like I've also been deep into like single player. So yeah, I'm so that's like, what you more. That's, I, I value that. Now. That's what you vibe. Yeah, that's what passes but, the vibe. But check when, for when you. I when I did, and I used to be, I also used to play a lot of sports and things like that. So I can totally understand like that transition. Where yeah. Even to esports or whatever, it's that whole. I get to work with a team. I get to we're achieving a common goal, and you get to like you know we get to, to work together and learn together. Yeah, learn, right. And so. for league specifically, I think the learning curve of the game as a new player is steeper than any other game I've ever played. Like I don't have a comparison. It's steeper than even any sport. And I've that's tried to that's learn. probably that's kind of interesting to me because I think that you probably have maybe more of a community going into it. Yeah, I like definitely you know do. Knew more people or know more people that already played, and if you were like new, new without the kind of community that you've built online, I think it would be harder because I did in the past. Yeah, long before I streamed, I tried to get into League, and I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. There was just so much to learn. I think, especially for MOBAs as a genre, mm-hmm. all MOBAs are somewhat similar. Like. The differences between League of Legends and, say, Dota 2 and Heroes of New Earth are distinct, but the the base core gameplay is very, very, very similar, much in the same way that you could compare Overwatch and, say, TF2. The core gameplay is more or less the same. It's just the tiny details that are different. But if you've never played a MOBA before, there's just so much basic information that you have to absorb and master on top of, like, the basic mechanics of how you move and interact with the game, mm-hmm. I think as a solo player, it was very prohibitive, Not and I mention, just like, didn't have fun. All the, like, like it's a credit to have, like, a large character roster and different play styles. Yeah. But it's also becomes more intimidating because you kind of, like, you don't know what to choose, or you don't know what to play. You don't know what to play. Like, someone's you... like, oh, this one's better, or why are you playing that character? It's like, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, like, I think that if you were just solo queuing all the time, I think you'd probably get... be frustrating. People, yeah, people would stomp on you for, like, making newbie choices, and you're like, well... well I, I, I don't know. Where was I supposed right? to learn? And you could be like, well, you can Google all that. And I get that, but for some people, that's not where the fun that's of that not where lies, the fun is, is to do the... the research. You yeah. just want to play. You just want to play. Right? And, like, I think the fun thing about learning League for me was that... I would sit down and play normals right. with four friends because it's mm-hmm. a five five people on a team. So I'd sit For down sure. with four friends and it's like, okay, I'm a noob. I'm an idiot. I'm going to make dumb mistakes all the time. It happens. I feed all the time or at least especially in the first month of playing. Right. I feed a lot. Right. But I laugh when I feed because like now I've done something. I've seen the result and say, okay, well, now I know not to do that thing That's anymore. Funny, yeah. But my friends are laughing with me. Right. They're not laughing at me. Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like, haha, you did something dumb, but let's help you succeed later. Yeah. And that makes it fun to learn because, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good, healthy learning environment. For where, sure. Like, you can look back. Like, if I look back on how I play League of Legends now versus how I played League of Legends a month ago, it's yeah. like the, the, the gap in knowledge 
is massive. Yeah. And that'll probably continue as I learn the game more and more, but it's way more fun to learn with people who are kind of willing to hold your hand and babysit mm-hmm. you a little mm-hmm. bit. I don't want to get into it too deeply because I know you feel very, like, very, very intensely about it. Yeah. But why, why did you move away from Overwatch? Overwatch? From a, probably from the competitive perspective. So, for me... To, like, the, dumb it the, down, the biggest The biggest struggle, like, yeah. if, if we simplify it, the biggest struggle I have is with the way that Overwatch is balanced. Um, and the is schedule, it too balanced or unbalanced? It's unbalanced. And okay. that, I mean, that's normal. Video yeah. games, like any competitive game or any competitive no, there's always like tiers, scene for example. is going to take yeah. a little bit of time to get balanced. So like mm-hmm. a lot of people, you could make the argument that League of Legends is a lot more of a balanced game now. Okay. But Riot has had 10 years yeah, yeah. to sit down and learn and work through those Not mistakes, to mention like 10 years right? with basically the same IP. They, were, they haven't made like a League of Legends they, 2. They haven't made you know League of Legends I mean? 2. They haven't made other yeah. games, right? Blizzard is also Blizzard also maintaining World of Warcraft and they're working right. on Diablo 4. So it's right. not like all of their resources aren't over. Right. There's definitely a lot of um, a lot more balance to apply when their focus is just a single It's just a single product. IP yeah. and working on that product. For sure. And the the timeline for 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 Blizzard scheduling is kind of slow. It's okay. if you're in a meta, especially in Overwatch, you're in that meta for six months or more. And mm. that can be kind of frustrating draining. and draining and yeah. you know, it's stressful to sit down and be doing the same repetitive task yeah, yeah. over and over for again. Sure. So it stops being kind of fresh and fun. So I don't dislike Overwatch. I still play it occasionally, but it's just, it hasn't hit that point as a game in terms of competitive maturity Mm -hmm. where you're watching the best of the best problem solve. Okay. Right? I feel like, so for myself, I feel like uh, if you kind of look at what Overwatch has become and it's sort of what I expected of it right now, and with Overwatch 2's announcement and kind of the story story mode kind of content that they're coming with, I feel like Overwatch 2, to me, is sort of what Overwatch should have been this whole time. Aside yeah, from, I can kind of agree with like, that. Like, the, the whole, like, FPS competitive team, uh, team, what do you call it? Uh, competition, team shooter. comp, Hero sort of. shooter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that kind of thing. It's fun, but I also, like, I, I recently rewatched. um, what some of the character trailers that they used like that they made yeah and you want and that really story-based yeah. content right I, I, I rewatched like bastions and i was just like oh there's like something more here basically yeah. like i remember when those first came out and people were like cinematically it's also really nice like they're really well done yeah they are very well and done then i also just feel that people were feeling that like you weren't just gonna get this shooter but that's what it just became and then it was just a competitive kind of like the cycle mismatch of right? things right whereas I think that that's a valid complaint because I think right now in the current state of Overwatch, there's one side that really wants a more casual experience and sure. not casual in like a bad way, but in a, I don't want it. There are, there are plenty of players who don't want to sit down and grind competitive louder for hours and hours. That's not how they have fun. Right. They want to play a couple games of quick play, a couple hours a night with their friends yeah. and they want to enjoy things like story mode or getting new yeah. bits of lore or enjoying skins or other yeah. pieces of content. Um, and then there are people who want to sit down and grind ladder. And right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Overwatch is trying to strike this perfect balance in the middle and, and is tough. failing to do either. It's tough. Like, like I don't think it's an enviable position for them. To it's be definitely in. not. But again, I think that there's 
I sort of got like a like a nostalgia feel for like I think there's something there that Overwatch could be. The question is whether the original Overwatch was ever that going to be that product, or if Overwatch yeah. Two is supposed to be what it could have been the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we'll like we'll have to see. We'll I just have don't to think see that... into the future. Like I'm not. I'm no. not like washing my hands of the game or anything. It's just. But you're just uh, hoping for a better, fu- a better I'm future. I'm hoping for a better future. Yeah. I'll see what the future holds. Yeah. Right now, I mean, we're all getting old. We're all getting older. We There's never get younger. There's every... less time, yeah. and it's just, I don't want to commit hours and hours of my time to something I don't enjoy. Absolutely. So, right now, competitive Overwatch isn't the thing I enjoy the most. Right. But maybe it will be again in the future. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lots of. I feel that way a lot because, like I said, um, I used to play a lot of multiplayer stuff. We used to play a lot together. Yeah, we did. I, like, I feel bad, sort of, when I point that out because it's like, well, why aren't you playing with your friends anymore? It's like, I because, want to, but, but they're not... But that's just not what it's I'm the interested game. It's in. The, no, no, it's the game. It's not that yeah. I don't want to see my friends. friends. I don't, like, like, anyone who knows me in real life, I'm You're a very social, social person. Right? Yeah. So I like seeing my friends. I like going out. Or, or, like, I'll play fr- games with friends, but the game itself still has to be good. Like, I don't... Just because... You're with your friends because, doesn't mean you should go shovel horse shit. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, like, like Facebook event. Let's go shovel horse shit together as a group. Like, it's like, no. Your friends make the I event better, yeah. but it doesn't mean you want to do that event. Exactly. So if yeah. I don't find the game to be interesting anymore, then it's very hard for You'll me to... You'll just move on elsewhere to something right. else that you and, do want to do. And, and the truth is, like, single-player games are very well-developed. Uh, they're becoming better, like, even better and better they uh, are. over time. Um, there's great examples uh, in the re- in recent histories as like Witcher Three took up lots of hours for me. I still haven't finished it yet. I really should, but like it's it has a beautiful world. There's lots of there's just so much detail that they focus on um, that you just want to go as a player and yeah. see it all, and that makes you happy. Yeah, like uh, like the like multiplayer games to me have come down to basically playing Jackbox games. I mean that's fair. I yeah. really like playing Jackbox. They're, they're, Jackbox is they're smart. extremely fun. Like they, they, their their game designs are fairly. Uh, they're they're very simple. And, and it's diverse and yet it's simple enough that anybody can, you can take yeah. anyone. You can take people who have never played Jackbox in their life. Yeah. Sit them down and they can figure out what's going on. But I will say though the early ones weren't as good as these later ones. Yeah, the later you you can definitely see the companies yeah. like as, as like as you go into three, four, five. Uh, I you think can it's on really six now. see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh There's my real gosh, six is really fun. I haven't had a chance to play yet. I, I yeah. really like to. Uh, do a stream and I'll join. You. <laughs> yes, you'll have to. I think we did. We did stream it. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think you did one for your birthday. But it was busy. It was really fun. So I'll have to do that again sometime. It is. They brought back one of my favorite games from previous Jackboxes and made improvements to it, so it's even more fun. Have you have you done any Have you done any single player games recently? Um, I haven't played. What was the last single player game? What's the last single player game that I completed? It probably would have been. Oh goodness! So I started the Goose game. Okay. And that was really fun. Wait, what'd you get it for? What, what did it come out for that you have it on? Um, I just got it on, like, it's just, you just a PC download. Oh, like, okay. you just visit their website. And do oh, okay. It. I don't think it's available through Steam. No, it's on Epic, I think. Yes, it's on the Epic Game Store. That's yeah, where it is. Epic. The Epic it's, Game it's Store. It's coming out on Steam. I, um, I just don't have Epic, and I'm like, I just don't need any more You launchers, just don't want to go, and then... I, it's like I streaming already... services. Yes. There's too many. There's too many. I just too many don't launchers, need them all. Too many launchers. Too many streaming launchers. Yeah, so for me, I already had, really at the time, I was playing, I tried Fortnite when it came out, 
wasn't the game for me. It was fun. It just wasn't I, the game for me. I, I kind of want to get back into PUBG because they have a zombie mode thing. Oh, that sounds cool. It's like basically you can have, you set like, it's in like alpha. So it's like, it's, I've heard it's very crashy. Yeah. But you basically, let's say there's like you set uh, 20 humans versus like 60 undead or something like that. Okay. And, and the undead can run around they, they can i think depending on the settings they can either you can either kill them outright or they will respawn actually oh. and then if you're undead you run around and you just punch them <laughs> like you punch cool. them and then um it's weird because the undead can also drive <laughs> so oh, you can uh, like, eliminate but if you kill like a human obviously they can become a zombie and it's a time-based thing so let's say there's like you have 15 minutes so the humans if the humans can make it all the way through the 15 minutes then the humans win when, but if the zombies take them all out then, then the, zombies course, the zombies win. that's win. really cool and it's very simple but, but it's i think fun. it's fun because it's also large scale right like yeah. pubg has like 100 players or whatever on on the server so i think there's just some weird element of that being interesting like a reality to me, yeah right? like a thing it's like playing like large scale amoeba tag online right I, yeah. yeah that's a that's a really good way of putting it I think that I might try that, but that's the only multiplayer thing that has caught my eye in a while. In a well, that bit. sounds Just like a fun mode. Apex Legends also had a similarish mode, I think, for their Halloween mode. Oh, I didn't know. Which I have not touched. Kind a, of cool. I haven't touched a single second of of uh, any kind of battle royale other than PUBG. Not PUBG. because not any other reason than. Like, we are, I was already was, talking about multiplayer games. Yeah. sort of how it feels. PUBG about was just the one multiplayer that kind of hit okay. Well, it it. It's a little bit more brutal than some of the other games, like thematically. Yeah, that's very true. And just I, in terms of I've design. I've said this on podcasts before, but I am a fan of the Battle Royale like book, the original. And the, yeah, and exactly. How, and brutal that that can be. Obviously, there's like elements that you don't you wouldn't incorporate into the game from that book. Yeah. But there are still some. Just like the concept is a little bit more fun. The only thing that I and I've said this before again, if PUBG in, implemented traps. So you could like trap a doorway or something like that That'd to incapacitate somebody yeah. or like just kind of slow them down. That would make it a really, really good game for me. Now, I think you can do that in Fortnite already, but I just don't want to, like, I just so. don't want to get into another game. Like, I just yeah, don't want to. Yeah, exactly. That's have, fair. And you could be like, well, Fortnite's free. Like, I get it. But I've already bought PUBG. <laughs> so you're like, I already have a game. I and don't want to get I don't one. hate PUBG. I just want to put that out there to either. So you, it's, but you're just like, I just don't want to invest yeah, in another game. I just want yeah. this one other like detail. If it had that. I would probably play PUBG a lot more. Yeah, in general. that's totally fair because I, I do feel I do feel how you feel and that like I've tried. I think I've tried most of the battle royale style style games just because yeah. like battle royale like I like it's a you fun like you thing. I liked the book and I loved the movie yeah, like yeah. it's a neat concept and like as a concept for a type of game it was it's something that's really interesting because the the idea of that could not have existed ten. To years 20 ago, years ago. Yeah, like yeah, for you, sure. That it would like someone could have thought it up, but it wouldn't be technically possible. No, they like, like especially the large scale. The large That's scale the big ones. thing, right? Like it's one thing if you were like I don't know four four versus four or something like something that. Something like that. But, but the idea of like versus yeah. fifty versus a hundred people who are real people that you right. can really interact with is yeah. it, it, it it brings a new uh, dynamic to the game overall. It really does because it's not just I'm on this team, so you're going to be on. My, it's like you could be playing. I, I like the solo queue, or I used to. Because it's you versus ninety nine. Me versus ninety nine. But I know that also some people would just be like, want to help each other out for right now, and then figure and things then figure out later, things right? out later. But yeah. figure things out later. It's like he's not looking. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Like at some point. But like there's there's I just like that those dynamics. It just makes it a lot more um, interesting. Chaotic. Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's less so. predictable. 
but I do I do feel how how you do in that like in trying every single one of these battle yeah. royale games, it's like I have three different game launchers, and this is just it's, it's just a lot. It's essentially, <laughs> this and the problem is is essentially again the same kind of game type. Yeah, uh, it's, it's the like, same game type, but I have to do three different launchers, and yeah. it's the same thing with streaming services. It drives me nuts. Yeah, so. Disney Plus just came out literally like three days ago, I think, at this point. Yes, and um, the whole internet is losing their minds over it. Yeah, and I think that so Disney has the best chance of a of a real like consolidated streaming service because eventually they're just gonna own everything. I don't care if a monopoly is legal; it's just the way it's gonna happen. It's, it's the way it will be. Like no one's gonna flag. They like, just have see... the largest amount yeah. of media. Let me show, like, yeah, let, show me the day that the government flexes on Mickey. Like, I just don't <laughs> think it's gonna happen. Really. I just don't. Like, I don't think so either. Like, I don't think you're. I think you're right. right. I think they would just leave it. They're like, just, just give us money and, just, and like, just, especially in the U.S. Right? Because it's special yeah. interest lobbying all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, it would just but, be like, just be less like, bad, please. Uh, just talking about like, you know, you have Netflix. Where, by the way, you telling me that Carol and Tuesday is on Netflix. I really need to watch. We're gonna talk a. We won't talk a little bit too much about anime because even though Dio watches a lot, I just don't watch enough. And I was talking yeah. about like I have Crunchyroll. I have all I I have I have subscribed to legitimate streaming services. I don't watch nearly enough like to really justify, justify it. A new but one. I yeah. I also again same thing with game launchers. Just hate having all these stream services. This, like well, because it's annoying. So like even if you just look at anime or you just look at like movies and stuff, right? you can get. Cooler, you can get now you have Disney Plus, you get your Crunchyroll, you used to be able to get the Funimation used to have their you own have Amazon Prime video. Amazon Prime Video, you yeah. have Netflix, like you have all these things. Options. And it's just like the problem is then it's not like I tune into Netflix, I'm paying for say Netflix, I can watch any show in the world, and it's just a matter of which service I want. Right. There's tons of stuff, there's some stuff that I might want to watch that's exclusive to Netflix. Yeah. There's other stuff that's going to be exclusive to Crunchyroll. And I think the biggest issue for me is at the end of the day, not for me, sorry, but like I think as a general umbrella. So even though our generation, I think, isn't so invested in having cable anymore, cable yeah. television, but cable television isn't cheap either. I it's think it runs. Not. I think it runs like 60, 70 bucks a, a package. Month. I could be wrong because yeah. I, I haven't looked at a cable package in a very long time. Yes, I lie. haven't looked at a cable but package that's not since I was a child. That's so. not cheap, right? No, it's not. It's and then expensive. Like, and Netflix is like, what, 12 bucks? It's your fourteen ninety nine a month. Sure. And then like that's a lot more palatable. Palatable. Except for the fact that now if you want to watch a Disney movie, for example, now you, you want you have to add that $10. Disney Plus, so you need $10 there. Right. And so then, then if you, you want, want your Crunchyroll subscription, you need your another, $10 a month. Right, so now you're, it is, right? so, now you're getting closer and closer to... The same yeah, cost. Uh, like and and like if you if you're into sports, then you're gonna need to buy some like ESPN or TSN package, I'm sure. And then it just it, it just goes it, on it and on and to add up. And the only argument against it that I can see is that quote unquote, at least you're getting channels, products that you want, like shows that you want. Yeah. As opposed to buying a cable package and you've got like a bunch of stuff you're paying for that you don't. Yeah, care like about. like eighty channels that you're not going to watch or whatever. And I totally understand that that's not, it's not great either. But I just don't I don't see how either of these systems work. Well, I think for, our, for so a consumer, it, for a consumer, I think it's especially bad because so when the internet started to really really take off and people stopped, people started transitioning away from cable. Mm-hmm. It was because the concept of pir- piracy became a really big thing it became Mm -hmm. very easy and 
cost effective because it doesn't cost you anything yeah. to start pirating movies, pirating TV and shows, they're saying that pirating games. And it'll start to come back up because yeah. one thing I remember Steam, when Steam first came out, mm-hmm. when Valve first released Steam, it was revolutionary because game piracy had been at an all-time high. Yes. Like people, there was this big deal of no one wanted to go to the store and buy a physical disc if they didn't have to because yeah. it was expensive. And, and it's just accessibility. Could, and too. it was very accessible right. to pirate something yeah. and have it be on your local machine. Yes. Um, Steam said, we're going to take the efficiency and the ease of, of use availability of availability of, from on your computer, your computer right? yeah. but we're going to make it so that you're not pirating it. So you are still paying money back into the, the companies, right. the, the process. We get right. more and more games and more money into the right. industry, but you still have all the, like they made it. So it also was, sales, you get sales and it just like yeah. the Steam, it, it all worked together in this beautiful way right. that it made it more expensive and difficult to be a pirate. Yes. It was just easier well, and more Well, it was just you, have less, you probably had less um, excuses. You had less point, excuses. Right? And when you have less excuses, it just makes it easier for people. And also, it doesn't really hurt to buy um, something. like like It doesn't. We're not, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like, when I was a kid, and especially for things like LAN parties, I like we would share games, or like especially when DRM wasn't a huge thing, right? Exactly. But at a certain point, like, you just kind of become a responsible human being, hopefully. And you're like... While I would like paying less, I'll just wait for a sale as opposed, as opposed to just downloading it for free. Pirating sort of. it, yeah. Because pirating it is just, I don't hate it. And I don't, I, I think that there's like, like personally legitimate reasons to do so. Exactly. But at some point you just kind of like, I, you, you, can, I you, rather, you make the money, you make, if, if you make the money to do so, you might as well just pay, 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 pay the back, price right? to have the product. Yeah. But I think the nice thing about Steam and like early, streaming services was that it's like it was the convenience it discouraged people who were pirating out of convenience because maybe you live in a place where you don't have access to cable Mm -hmm. like standard cable channels or you don't live if you live somewhere rural right and all you have is an internet connection can you how often can you go into town to buy a blu-ray disc or buy a hard copy of a game yeah having or, something that you can just get on your computer no matter where you are yeah is convenient and easy i like bayfar and i haven't talked about getting disney plus um like i think there's a lot of good stuff on there probably but i don't <sighs> there's a lot of i'm sure there's fun stuff to watch i just don't it, it's the same thing like as like epic right now like I had Epic on my computer like very briefly. Yeah. And it's, I don't hate any of their stuff. I just think that this splitting, it's... this splitting and this like competition right now isn't kind of the competition we're used to seeing. It's kind of, it's divisive, not almost cooperative, cooperative. for the user. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not there to make sure that users get the best product. No. It's to make sure that individual companies or individual publishers don't make have the monopoly. most money and yeah. yeah exactly yeah and i mean fine i guess but again it's just annoying that like there are some like right now we have netflix is doing a lot of anime like carol and tuesday or at they're buying the exclusive mm-hmm. rights so i remember it was a big deal way back when mm-hmm. they got the light they they that produced right. devilman and devilman was great devilman crybaby which was like a modern okay. adaptation of Devilman, which is like a very old classic mm-hmm. Japanese series. And they produced it and we started seeing tons of Netflix original anime. That's right. So that was Not really, to mention really like cool. Castlevania. Castlevania, like tons yeah. of these shows that were like 
they wouldn't get produced or greenlit no, no. anywhere else. But then now Netflix is also getting into licensing just standard weekly anime like right. Carol and Tuesday and mm-hmm. B stars and tons of other things. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, how do you deal with that? And then you also have Crunchyroll. And then there used to be a Netflix or not a Netflix Funimation subscription service. And then Hulu also has anime. Right. If you want to watch your favorite show, you're not really you can't like. I get why, like, like streaming service, like, it's so, it's really, uh, uh, what do you call it? When things are kind of all mixed together, it's, 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 do you want to go for a specialty service or do you want to go for a generic a serv- yeah, everything yeah, yeah, umbrella. that encompass, encompasses yeah. everything? Convoluted was the word I'm looking convoluted, for. Convoluted, yeah. But again, I think it's only convoluted only convoluted for the user like the the yeah. companies for the themselves companies kind of, and stuff like, it all makes sense it's just money for them yeah right so it's really tough it's i don't tough. i wonder i wonder where suggest. it's going to look in the future where it's going to be similar to cable where we just have just tons of services and yeah, yeah they're like packages and you just buy your tons of different services like you would a package and pick and choose what you want to get yeah. or what that might look like in the future <sighs> it's it's not really fun. And the other thing is there, there's varying quality between all the streaming services. That is very true, yes. Uh, I use Amazon Prime Video when I had Amazon Prime. And I, while I didn't hate the specific variety of shows, although I would say that the variety is actually quite low in terms it, of it other It definitely shows, is. Uh, I also just kind of didn't like their UI. And I didn't the UI like, is pretty clunky yeah, as well. Like, like yeah. it, it's just, it's all over the place. And it's very, um, I guess at the end of the day, it's subjective. But I don't see a good ending for it right now. And that, yeah, like, if same. you tell me like what it's uh, yeah, if you ask what it lo- it's gonna look like in the next ten years, I think it's gonna look like crap. It's gonna look messy. Yeah, because like right now for me, it's okay. I use th- exactly three streaming services. Mm-hmm. I use Netflix yeah. for sort of my more yeah. traditional Western media, so like your weekly shows, yeah. things like um, Stranger Things, Haunting of Hill House, Black Mirror, like that right, kind right. of stuff. Where it's yeah. like stuff you would. Maybe see on TV, but in right. this case, a lot of it is Netflix originals. Sure. Um, primarily use Crunchyroll for anime, and there's a couple of anime shows on Netflix right. that I watch, whatever. And then, um, what's the other one? Do I only use two? I think I only use those Maybe two. Maybe you only use two. Yeah, I think I only use those two. And that more or less... Oh, no, because I also have... I have Amazon Prime So you've video. seen Amazon Prime video. I've, yeah. but I, so I've seen it, but I don't... I don't have Amazon Prime for Amazon Prime video. Yes. But I do find that, like, there's a lot of really niche they documentary... They have a weird library. It's a very niche library. Yeah. And some of that stuff really, like, is fun to watch. And I don't think I would see it anywhere else. Right. But I also wouldn't get Amazon Prime just for Prime Video. Yeah. The only good show that I really watched on there was... Um, there was a movie... It was a movie series first. It's the one I can't remember the name right now. I like the, the it's a single word, but it's like uh you know when there's a 24 hour period when there's no rules. Oh, yeah 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 yeah. Um, I, I, I the name escapes me. It sounds really stupid. I I kind of want to look it up right is now. Is it Purge? Purge. Yeah, yeah, it's Purge. Yeah. And Pur- and there's a Purge series on Amazon. It's actually fairly good. Interesting. I've never seen the movies, but I I feel like uh, the series because it has more time to develop sort of the, the scenario characters and, and the, the character, environments yeah, yeah. and stuff. So it's a little bit more in depth. That's pretty good. But there's a lot of just stuff that it do- either doesn't have or it all. It's almost like it has weird bootleg 
versions of shows that you would see on Netflix. So Netflix it's it's strange. Yeah. It's really strange. Uh, no, I kind of agree with you because, like, everything that I've been watching on Prime Video is, yeah. like, there was the Fenty Beauty document. I've been watching mostly documentaries, but, like, okay. really weird niche documentaries. Sure. I think like, that's I think that's a great thing about documentaries though they they can explore that without um without backlash or anything like you can you wouldn't want to produce like some series based on that concept but if you do a documentary you're like oh I'm just getting information yeah. yeah exactly so like I watched like there was a Fenty Beauty documentary about like Rihanna's creation process and sure. leading up to this fashion show and I was like cool this is fun to watch this is just interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. there was like a cosplay one that I watched. Mm-hmm. There was um, an esports one. There's a couple of esports ones, but there was one that I watched was like about League of Legends, right? Leading up to Worlds and oh, okay, the big okay. League Ten stuff, and I was like, "This, this is cool. Like, this yeah. is just cool." But I don't know. I like you couldn't put this on Netflix or like anywhere else. It wouldn't yeah. make any like the only other place you could put this is like YouTube, right? Yeah, I I really like that last one just because like I I probably wouldn't watch it because it's not in my specific wheelhouse of interest, but. That's literally a type of genre that you would not have watched 15 years ago. On TV. Like, yeah. it didn't exist. Never. It didn't it just, exist. It didn't exist. Um, I kind of want to get into some of the other games that are coming out. Actually, do you, do you have any other thoughts on, like, Overwatch 2 before we leave? The um, Not really. I'm excited to see what it looks like. We don't have a release date, so, like, I'm going to be real. I don't care till you tell me when it's coming out. Are you going to get it? Probably. Yeah. It's I like would a... say most likely I'm going to I'm gonna yeah. get it. Like, I, even just to just see what it looks like or get the full because i am at some level somewhat invested and i want to know the you don't story. want to not like it yeah that's a thing too it's not like you you're here actively being like I'm, I'm i'm i'll get it just shit on it or i'm getting it uh because i'm obligated it's like no you like it you just wish it was better now now yeah, yeah. right so it's like I'm, I'm hoping i'm going for it with like the best hopes for the future mm-hmm. but until i get it it doesn't exist mm-hmm a lot of other stuff is coming out really yeah. soon, or it's already or come is out, already I guess. out. Um, I only knew that Star. I only heard that Star Wars was coming out on the release day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, me it too. Came out on the fifteenth. I, I had no idea until yeah. it came out, and, and I, I was had like, oh. a bunch of people because I have like I hang out with of course other streamers, so some of them were sponsored to stream it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so and I you didn't know if it was stream. like a you didn't know if it was um like they got a, like I a thought it review was like, copy sort of thing. Yeah, or, or if it was like uh, I I legit thought that it was like oh these are sponsored so they they get early access but right, i was like right, right. no the game is out i can go buy it right now and i was like uh, oh i had no I, idea i didn't look into it so this is my this is what happened to me on the 15th yeah i was talking to rob about this and he was like oh like these are the kind of games i'm looking at right now and these are what, what i'm playing and he's like i'll probably get star wars i'm like oh star wars and i like i didn't say anything but i just wikipedia it or i went to google i was like i intended to go to wikipedia just to see what the release dates were going to be like yeah and if i could i didn't know very much about the star wars game because i wasn't trying to follow it kind right because you had no idea <laughs> yeah i clearly just yeah i i wouldn't even say i dropped the ball i literally wasn't trying to follow it <laughs> so i google it and it's like oh it came out today you were <laughs> first like, of all you're like oh oh what's the plot i'd like i'd like to know a little bit more right yeah. but i didn't really want to watch a trailer at the time so i like click the wikipedia article there's an entire plot <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's like the whole thing. I didn't read it. I, I read like like a teensy bit. Like you read a little bit, and then you were like, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, this but like, is the whole but like thing. The, the headline for reviews were just like, it's okay. Like like it's it, it's kind of bland in a sense, but it gives poly fans what they want. They're not yeah. they're not trying to 
extend too much and i think they're trying to avoid that whole like there's gonna be micro microtransactions mm, I think. yeah that was a big uh issue for them in the past yeah. so i think they've learned the lesson there yeah. it does look good so from the, the gameplay footage i've seen it does look very i have not pretty. seen any gameplay footage from from a graphical perspective it looks very pretty from a gameplay perspective it seems pretty clean and seamless and it, it very much looks and plays like your traditional action game but yeah. like it's cleaned up in, in the it, yeah in the universe that it's in yeah i don't think i'll get it i, I don't think no, i'll get it either. i don't have a drive yeah i want to get it i will admit i'm not a big star wars person mm-hmm. it's i have a, a passing interest in it in the sense like that, you've like, seen the movies i've seen the movies I, when I have friends who are very interested in Star Wars and want to talk about it, happy Offered. to listen, you know, I'm happy to listen to them because right? it's, it's fun to listen to your friends talk, talk about, about things the things they're passionate they like. about, yeah, absolutely. but I have no personal investment in Star Wars. Yeah. Like I, I've talked about this several times. Oh, it, the only thing that's interesting to me about Star Wars is how creative that universe can be. Yes. Uh, I agree. Like I and I've always talked about how much I like the ship designs. I like the aliens, generally speaking. Yeah, I like how they like. There's there's tons of work put into the universe. And yeah. There's lots of world building, and that's mm-hmm. really cool. Like it's a very cool space fantasy series, and that's right. why it's just so beloved. But but as a, as as the actual like universe content itself, I'm, or or like the main storyline for one thing, I'm like, eh, I'm like, like sure, whatever. I'll watch the movies. Like yeah. it's what it's I'll watch the movies. Down. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I sort of hope that it's good because I did play like Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. When I like Way a long time when. ago. And it's still fun. Like it's still a good game. So you'd want good products based off that universe. I also know like I didn't play Battlegrounds or any of the other or is it called Battlegrounds? No, I think you're thinking of a different game. But I know what you mean. Yeah, like so, ba- Battlefront. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Um and it clearly fell on its face a little bit and i think <laughs> yeah, it picked a up a little bit. bit after as as games do when they fall on their face <laughs> like yeah, no man's sky fell on their face so hard um but now it's fairly respectable i think that it's important to always have like good uh media still surrounding it yeah for that universe but i don't know like at the end of the day personal interest level is like fairly low i don't see yep. totally don't see fair and, and very same for me it's kind of yeah. like meh not uh, super in, in, invested in it, but I hope it's good for yeah. the people who are. It's kind of how I feel about Death Stranding. I finally got around to watching more, like, some gameplay of it, uh, because I mentioned that I kind of really hadn't followed it too much, mainly because I don't own a PS4. That's yeah. That's thing. I have I actually, from seeing some of the gameplay footage and seeing, like, getting a general synopsis of what the story is, so I know what the entire plot is. And that's because I, I, I I'm not going to spoil it, but, like, I personally... For some things, I'm going to... For some games, I get into the game because of the gameplay. Sure. For other games, I get into the game because of the story. Yeah, the universe. Yeah. And and stuff. Yeah. In the case of Death Stranding... It's neither. I knew it was not going to be gameplay in the sense of, like, it's not going to be an action game. No. A lot of people have compared it to Walking Simulator. And yes, so, but can... also no. Like I said, I have not looked into the plot extensively. I've just watched some playthrough of it. Yeah. What I have gathered is that America got fucked in some weird way. I think it's America. Yes. They got fucked in some weird way. And then uh, a man who suspiciously only looks like Norman Reedus and nobody else. <laughs> I, know, I know that this was like a thing a while back too, but like Norman Reedus yeah. is there. He drinks 
he drinks monster energy drinks <laughs> and delivers packages so he can help rebuild the world. And I think that's like the that's, that's, the, that, that's pretty that's like that, a summary. That's yeah. like the loop. And there's like some I wouldn't call it supernatural necessarily, but there's some there's a supernatural ish. Yeah, there's element. some elements of supernatural behavior in it. I don't really know how to describe it otherwise, but it's very uh yeah it's definitely a hideo kojima game it's definitely a hideo kojima game and it seems like it's better than like a lot of people were not super happy with the outcome of the last metal gear solid game right i feel like this is above that i'm sure that it's i so when i watched i would say that like when i'm watching stuff by the way like I'm not watching it intently like a movie. Yeah, it's I, just, it's, 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 it's background, background noise. It's background yeah. noise, but I'm like still following it. I kind of understand what's happening. If I watched it intently, I would not be able to. If you asked me to play it, I would probably try to play it. And there's aspects of the game that I like because I don't mind some sort of tedium. Like I don't mind some sort of uh, loop, repetitive tasks loop, right? and things like that. Yeah, Action loop or whatever in the game. But I don't think that it would hold me for too long, long. but it fair. does look really nice and there are some details in it that are uh that... hopefully very transferable into other games other i think games, there's real yeah. i think there's real potential there i so from seeing some of the the, the, the gameplay and reading the story yeah. um i went from i'm not really interested in this game to i'm gonna get this game and play it for myself at some point i like probably soon like within the next week yeah. i think i like the concept like the way you describe the story and the plot is, is pretty accurate post-apocalypse which is almost like terrible like i don't yeah. I, I wish that though wasn't necessarily the case i mean the, so it goes into more depth than you've described oh i'm sure but at, at a basic level I I it is the main loop post-apocalyptic america you play delivery guy who is delivering things everything from to TV, help everything rebuild the world help rebuild yeah. america because i saw like yeah you re- they build roads and there's like sort of not multiplayer but there's sort of a cooperative interaction where yeah the 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 bases and structures that yeah. you build Your network, appear in other yeah. people's via games. networking yeah just like passive networking yeah exactly right? and that stuff to me is like kind of interesting it looks really cool it's a very high production value game and it it does show visually when you oh, look I think at so the game too. yeah and for me that's kind of from just been spending so much time playing competitive games in the past three years or so sure. it's kind of nice to have something on the complete opposite spectrum i i can what it comes down to for me is that i think it's either going to be game of the year or not like it's a love or hate game yeah i, I think, think so too that it has a lot of qualities that are positive i don't think it's ne- inherently negative either i want to say that yeah i just believe that if you're talk, if you want to talk about being engaged if and again not knowing the whole plot yeah if i can't engage get engaged in the plot there's nothing i really want to do in there because fair enough. it's it, it seems like a very simple like collect rebuild like it's a resource, it's a resource it's a gathering re- game. It's a resource gathering, resource and then management. The the the, game. the enemy types that I've seen are very generic and kind of like not generic is the right word, but it's very s- uh, single. Standard. Yeah, well, it's like a single plane. Like like it's, uh, it, I don't see a lot of deviation in it. Yeah. So I don't see any creativity in sort of how I would handle that handle adversity. encounters. Yeah, yeah, that sort of adversity. 
the adversity comes from like environmental Environment adversity. Stuff, yeah. And again, that's For the some, detail. That's yeah. a double in details. Is like that's where it might be interesting. Yeah. I just don't know if that's really that's gonna gripping. be interesting for you. I think yeah. I'll, like I I, I would totally probably I could probably play a solid like five hours of it. But then I think at some point I would be like, all right, I'm not like, where are we anymore. going with this? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but again, again, I don't have to worry about too much because I don't have a PS4. Yeah, now. I do. So, um, and I've been meaning to get back into it. games for I only have one game for it. Final Fantasy? Final Fantasy 15. This is the only yeah. game I've played for PS4. And I'm like, did I really buy one console? No, because you Final bought Fantasy it. 15. You bought it in anticipation of Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, that's true. I can't wait for March. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, I have I have I'm a lot so of games excited. coming up before then. So I'm we'll so see. excited. I will. What I what I want to do sort of is like if I can come over and watch. Yes. I might do that. Like yes. I just I don't know if I have a lot of uh, absolutely incentive to really. Again, first of all, I'm not gonna get the console or anything. Probably. Yeah, fair I just, enough. Like, like, but I, again, I just don't know if I have a lot of incentive to really want to watch it too much. But if it delivers, it delivers. I really just want to see how like friends that are really going to be into it big fans yeah see how see how they i i i went originally when they had announced it i was very very excited and then the hype kind of dropped off because there was a long time between the initial announcement for sure and then updates and i was and i was was saying shit like it's going to be vaporware yeah and and i'm like it's probably not true (laughs) but like it was just like such a long not a long development cycle necessarily just just a delay between news news. there was no news it was just like you're gonna get this thing and then radio silence for like two years so i was just just like like, is it real yeah (laughs) what happened and i still don't know if it's gonna be any good but it looks yeah all right so so i went from like oh my god i'm so excited to now i'm kind of cynical and scared because like i've been hurt before (laughs) like well for one thing it's like one is this game gonna come out two right um square enix has done some interesting things with final fantasy 7 as a franchise Mm -hmm. i think like if you look at final fantasy 7 the original game in a vacuum yeah by itself it is one of the great like it is one of the greatest jrpgs of all time it's a classic it's very special sure it Um, has it has its own special charm and appeal for all its imperfections and the things that it does extremely well. It's written its well. place in gaming history. Yeah, it's written its place and it's very special. Yeah. And then it has, they they have what's called the, the compilation of Final Fantasy VII, which is all the spin-off shit. Yeah, and very non-memorable the, Some me. of the spin-off shit is great. And you, if you're a fan a, of the original great? game. Which one is great? Um, Like Before Crisis is great. Like oh, where you it? get to, okay. you just get to explore the history of the world and you get to see from the perspective of the bad guy question is advent children in the good part or in the bad part it's closer towards the bad part you think so it's okay but it was from, so much hype when it first it's came so out. much hype and then they re-released it and i i they bought the re-released re-re- it? they did they re-released it in 2016 2017 fairly, fairly, fairly recently yeah. um for blu-ray and they added additional scenes yeah, yeah. and they redid some of the animation. It was great. It was very beautiful. Okay. From a story perspective, that thing is a mess. And I do hate it. From yeah. a story perspective, if you look, like, if you take away the rest of the compilation, you look at right. you look at the original game, and then you look at Advent Children as the direct sequel, you would be like, huh? Yeah. Like, what? For sure. I can, I can <laughs> go that. I'm not going to rewatch it to verify it, but... Uh, you really would be like, excuse me, what? What was, the, what was the point of the re-release? 
Um, it was to tie into, so for the 10th anniversary, they released Crisis Core, which was the PSP game. Sure. Um, and so a couple years after that came out, they re-released Advent Children to tie back into that with additional oh, okay. scenes. All right. So basically what they've done is, but all of the side material is additional side story. Right. But some of it is problematic in that it kind of does like remember you know how people complain about um the the prequel series and star wars and how it right, kind of right, makes right, a mess right, right. of the it original kind of, story right the compilation Similar. of final Fantasy seven kind of does that a little bit okay. where it kind of makes a mess it's, of itself it's, it's okay it, it kind of just not clean it kind of tries to go too hard and vomits down its front a little bit yeah. and then cleans itself up it's and a tries nervous to keep little going. boy you know yeah it's a nervous little child and you're kind of watching it like i hmm. love you but please don't shit your pants you know <laughs> all right <laughs> so you know there was a lot of this nervousness going into the final fantasy 7 remake in that they've been very clear that we're gonna keep stay true to the original game but we're also gonna tie back it's gonna in, be a new game you know well. it's gonna be a new game it's gonna be its own yeah. we're, we're bringing in new content it's gonna tie well, the other thing is the it's, other not, stuff. it's not just for like yourself who's like an original sort of final it's fantasy, also for it's people for, who are new yeah to like series. if you're 14 years old right now and you've never played final fantasy 7 for this lots is gonna of be reasons, your I'm first sure. time yeah so it might be a good thing it might be a good thing. but i think at the end of the day it'll like even if it really falls down and eats a lot of butt you still, still have the original. I and still it, have the original. It'll always and it's a, be there. And the original is like a standalone thing. Like, yeah, I you know, can it, take. You like, don't need all the other. At the end of the, the day, I still have my PlayStation Two. Yeah. I still have my original PlayStation so can, One yeah. disc. And then you can, I can play. Slap it in. You can play that while you have like having children <laughs> in the background, <laughs> and you're just like crying. Somewhere. And I'm just like looking at the two side to side, like what happened what here? Kind of <laughs> yeah. What happened? Here. You're clearly just not uh, a hardcore enough fan. Yeah. And you, just, and you can't understand. I just understand. can't understand it. No. But you know what? I think, like, at the end of the day, even though the, the less good material right. in the compilation, I still enjoyed. That's good. Even if it's, some of it really did throw up on the floor and eat it. It happens. <laughs> it, it just happens. You know? I still <laughs> enjoyed watching the train wreck. That's funny. And that's what matters. Yeah. That's why. That's what makes you a true fan. All right, uh, we are pretty much at the end of our show. Uh, but thank you for coming on. Thanks. That was a pretty. That was pretty fun. Um, again, you can get your Koyo tickets uh, for Jan for January. What am I saying? For November thirtieth, and you can also buy your Odafest passes for fifty bucks. Uh, early bird before early January first, twenty twenty. Save some money. Uh, bring your friends. We'll see you soon. Thanks yeah. for listening. Zio, catch you later. Bye bye. Okay, bye.